Welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. We have a huge showdown tonight between number two Alabama and number three Georgia. So let's get right into it. So earlier this week, Nick Saban tested positive for COVID. And, you know, as he got tested more, the test showed up negative. And as of Friday, he wasn't allowed to coach, but he has had some testing. And he's going to get tested later on today, which is Saturday. Sporty, do you think if if Nick Saban isn't allowed on the sideline, what what happens to the to the tide? I think if he's not on the sidelines, I think they're gonna have a uh, big L. So do you think that his that he means that much? Where his in game adjustments and you know his coaching, I guess in this game, I mean it, it is you know definitely a a huge factor, just like all of them. What I think he's twenty six and zero against his former assistants. So I think I'm going to agree with you with that uh, that statement. I think that if Nick Saban's not on the sideline, I think Georgia definitely has has the advantage. Um, even if he was on the sideline, I still think Georgia's a good enough team where you know they're able to to hang with the tide and and I think potentially beat them. So you know we'll we'll see here if if Saban is allowed to to coach, and if not, you know the the tide are definitely definitely in some trouble. So two other games that got canceled that are that are big games. Florida and LSU, that game has been postponed. And Cincinnati-Tulsa. And I bring up the Cincinnati-Tulsa game because, you know, Cincinnati, they're, they're ranked pretty high. I think they're the highest group of five ranked team in the nation. If Cincinnati gets games postponed, Sporty, do you think this will definitely hurt their chances of even possibly being considered for a uh, playoff spot? Uh, I think, yeah, I think uh, being laid off too many weeks, I think that's going to hurt them just in terms of game preparation and stuff. So, yes. Yeah, so typically, you know, we see in college football that it, it's better to lose, you know, within the first three weeks than it is late in the season with some games being postponed. And let's say let's say Cincinnati would have lost this week, but, you know, let's say this game gets postponed until later on in the season – and and they lose to Tulsa, then I think there's there there's no way that they're going to get you know a chance into the CFP, and that goes for some other uh, Power Five teams as well. You know, losing early on in the season is somewhat better than you know losing late because that definitely just hurts your hurts your chances. So, looking at the group of five sport, if you had to pick, do you think a group of five teams such as Cincinnati or BYU has a better chance to get in over? Um, Oklahoma State. I think the power. Uh, I think the BYU. I think has a better, better shot of, of getting in. Based on uh, their, their schedule isn't as tough, and I, I think they're more than likely to get in because they won't have a they won't have a tougher schedule. Yeah. So I think. Um, I mean, if Oklahoma State definitely, if they went out, I think that they definitely will have a better chance than, than Cincinnati and BYU. But, you know, looking at who Oklahoma State has to play, you know, the Big 12 isn't as strong. So, I mean, right there you have a game to compare Cincinnati and Oklahoma State with, that, that Tulsa game. So, I mean, if Cincinnati can, can handle Tulsa, you know, maybe the committee looks at Cincinnati to be better than Oklahoma State. Um, I think that Oklahoma State will probably have to – Blow out Oklahoma and Texas, which will be which will be difficult. So, I think Cincinnati can definitely make it over Oklahoma State. 
but I'm not sure about BYU. I mean, if BYU, if they continue to blow teams out, who knows? But I'm going to go with Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma State's spot to lose. I think the group of five is definitely going to have to do some, do some work to earn that spot. Jumping right into our over-unders for this week. So we've seen a lot of ranked teams this year lose to unranked teams. So Sporty, this week, uh, the over-under set at one and a half ranked teams lose to unranked teams. Do you like the over or the under? I'm going to take the uh, under on that. Do you have any specific matchups that you think uh, you know a ranked team might lose to an unranked team? No. I just think this, I think this is the week where the ranked teams will – Dominate the unranked teams. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the over. I, I like Pitt to beat Miami, and I like Kentucky to beat Tennessee. I think those are two potential wins for those teams. I mean, it's gonna be tough. You know, both are both underdogs, but I, I think it's possible. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the over. Who knows? Maybe some other team that we don't even know about is gonna lose. So our next over-under, we have the Alabama-Georgia over-under. I set it at 45.5 myself. I think it's going to be a close game, You know, maybe a prediction of like 24-21. Do you like the over or the under? Um, well, these last couple of weeks, they've, both teams, they've been scoring a lot of points. So, uh, you know what, I'm going to buckle down here. I'm going to go with the under. I think both teams will come out. Ripping around again, I think they're. I think the defenses will come. I think the defenses will come ready to play. So I'm going to go with the under. Yeah, I'm going I'm to take the the under as well. Even though you know what, Bama put up, what was it, 63 last week, and and Georgia did give up a lot of points, and they scored a lot of points with that with their matchup with Tennessee. But I think this is going to be a game where defense wins the game, and I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Back on the pit defense. They've got Miami today. Over under of three and a half sacks. Uh I'm just gonna go I'm gonna go with the under here. I just think uh King quarterback Miami, I think he's too quick to you know afford the over and the sacks. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna take I'll agree with you and I'll take the under. I think Pitt's definitely gonna get after it today, but you know, like you said, King He'll hurt you more with his feet than his arm. Not saying you know that he can't throw with, with his arm. He's definitely a big playmaker, but I think he's going to be a, be tough to bring down today. So I like I like the under here. Sticking with the Pitt Miami game, the Miami turnover chain. Do we see it more than one time, Sporty? So I have the the over under at one and a half. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say uh, Miami. Uh, they got crushed last week at Clemson. I'm going to say they're. Defense, we're ripping around to go. Plus, I'm not sold on uh, Pickett. If he does play, he's not going to be 100%. So, yeah, he might he might fumble the ball or throw an interception. So, I'm going to go with the over and the Miami uh, chain. Yeah. So, as a fan, I don't want us to take the over. But I do think, you know, we'll see that turnover chain two times today. Even, like you said, even if Pickett does or doesn't play, he might – you know, he's limited, so he might force a throw here or there. If they have a backup quarterback come in, Miami could Miami's defense could get dangerous today, so I do like the over. Now we got two teams who, you know, a little bit surprising this year, you know, being able to, to hang with some top dogs. 
Ole Miss and Arkansas. They both put up a lot of points. Both teams don't like to play defense. Over under, I looked it up. It's set at seventy six and a half. What are your thoughts? I'm, I'm going to go with. I know they're both last one offenses. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the under. I'm going to say it might be like a thirty, maybe like a thirty four, twenty one game, something somewhere around there. I'm going to. So I don't think they're going to be as explosive as they were in the week before. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to agree with you there. I'm going to take the the under. You know, I don't. This isn't a Big Twelve matchup, but uh, you know, we were. You almost projected the uh, Texas Oklahoma score last week, but you know, unfortunately, went into a couple overtimes. It, the under would have hit if you know Oklahoma would have played some defense at the end there. But I agree with you that Arkansas is going to the Arkansas Ole Miss game. They're both going to combine for less than seventy six and a half points. So moving on to our game picks this week, we have Central Florida and Memphis. Two group of five teams who, you know, are solid. They both have a loss this season. Memphis's was to SMU, and Central Florida was to Tulsa. So both teams have losses. Sport, who do you like today? You know, I'm going to go with the uh, home team, and that would be uh, Memphis. Memphis. I'm going to go with Central Florida. I think, you know, I think they're going to bounce back. And... They're going to sneak back up, you know, around the table and have a big showdown with Cincinnati. So I think this is this is a definite win for Central Florida. So we've talked a lot about the Pitt-Miami game. Sporty, who do you like? Uh, it, it should be a tough one. I'd like to say Pitt, but like I said, uh, Pickett's not, not 100%. He, if he plays, um, he'll be hobbling if he doesn't play. But back quarterback, he's... The Miami defense will be getting after it no matter what, no matter if it's in there or the backup. So I'm, I'm going to have to go with uh, Miami. Miami. So, yeah, from a fan standpoint, you know, I want to take Pitt. Um, you know, Pickett, like you said, it might not be playing or he's going to be limited. So Miami, you know, is, is the safe pick. But I'm going to go with Pitt today. I think their defense, if they can hold Miami to under 20 points, because, you know, Pitt's, Pitt's offense isn't going to score a whole lot. So in order for Pitt to win, they got to Miami's they got to hold Miami to under twenty points, and I think that can be done if they can contain King. You know, like I said earlier, King's ground game is better than his passing game, and with Pitt's two losses this year, both coming by one point, O'Leary from NC State and Dracovic from Boston College, both of those guys were throwing the ball out in the air and and really killing Pitt. So. I think the fact that King is more of a runner, I think Pitt can stay in the game and, and pull off the upset here. Next game, Texas A&M and Mississippi State. You know, Mississippi State, after beating LSU, a lot of people were were thinking highly of them. We found out LSU, you know, isn't anywhere as a top 25 team this year. Texas A&M had an impressive win against Florida last week. Sporty, who do you like to win here? Um... Uh... I'm going to say uh, Texas A&M. They're coming up with a huge victory uh, at home against uh, Florida. And I feel like they're going to keep uh, – that, that momentum will ride them into this week with the big victory against uh, Mike Leach's team. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you with Texas A&M. You know, Mississippi State coming off a, an ugly loss against Kentucky. Is that They lost 24-2? 24 to, 24 to 24-2. To yep. So I, I think – 
they definitely have some things to to solve there, and I don't think that they'll be able to solve it all in one week. So I like Texas A&M to, to win by at least 10 today. Auburn and South Carolina. Auburn's coming off a, a narrow win against Arkansas. South Carolina, pretty sure they blew out Vanderbilt. Both teams have had their ups and downs. Auburn got demolished by Georgia, you know, but we saw we saw South Carolina hang with Tennessee and, you know, give Florida a little bit of a game. But who do you like today? You know what? I I think South Carolina, I know the record's not very good, but I, I think they're better than what the record is. So I'm going to go with the South Carolina Gamecocks at home. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my. What did you say? I just said I'm gonna say South Carolina wins by touchdown and against the Auburn Tigers. No, touchdown. All right, I'm gonna go with with Auburn, even though they let me down against Georgia and you know they barely got past Arkansas. I think it's a matter of moments where something's got to click for Auburn, and I I think it's this week against South Carolina where they can they can right the ship and and get things rolling here. Our final uh, pick for the week, Alabama versus Georgia. So let's say that Saban is not coaching. Alabama right now is a four-and-a-half favorite. Who do you like to win straight up, Sporty? I'm going to say with uh, Georgia, 31-24. 31-24. I'm going to agree with you with Georgia. I think their defense – I think the biggest matchup of the day is going to be the Alabama offense versus the Georgia defense. And, and I'll, take the, I'll take the Georgia defense today. I like Georgia to win – 24 to 21. Now moving on to our spread games. We've got Notre Dame minus 16 and a half against Louisville. Uh, you know what? I I know Louisville, they, they've been struggling. I know they did, I know they got crushed last week at Georgia Tech. I, I think their offense will just will just do enough just to cover the spread at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's offense, yes, it, it is pretty good. I'm just not sold on, on Notre Dame defense last week. Uh, Florida State, I, Florida State lost, but Florida State they were able to move the ball up and down the field surprisingly at Notre Dame. So I'll have to go with Louisville. They'll lose 38-27, I think, today. Yeah, that's a good pick right there with Louisville. You know, Louisville's having a disappointing season, but I don't think Notre Dame can can cover the spread with 16 and a half. So I, I like the uh, Cardinals to win. Just going back to your Alabama Georgia pick. You did say that you did like the under correct of the Alabama Georgia game. Yes. Oh, so forty five and a half. I was gonna say correct your score there for a second. <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna keep a low scoring. I'm, you said the over under is forty five, right? Yeah, forty five and a half. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna say Georgia will win twenty four to. Uh, 20. 24-20, okay. Yeah, I didn't know if you thought the over-under was 55.5 or 45.5 because that 31-24 prediction, that would have been right, you know, if it would have been 55. So I was just clarifying to make sure you knew what the over-under was. So back on our spread games, we got WVU going up against a god-awful Kansas team. WVU's favored 21.5. Who covers? Well, you know what? I just found out this week. Last mile is Will off. He got the game. He has a bar, he has bars. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I don't know who their their top assistant is, but whoever it is, Char- they'll be Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss <laughs> there. But somehow I'm going to go with. I know they're god awful, but I'm going to go with Mountaineers. See, I was looking at this game. It's a tough one because both teams aren't aren't very good. 
Kansas just gives up a crap load of points. <sighs> but 21 and a half, that's a lot of points to, to lose by the West Virginia team who isn't as strong. I'm going to, I'm going to believe in Kansas rock chalk. That, that's all I'm going to say on that game. I, I don't, I don't like the pick either way, but I'm just 21 and a half. That, that's a lot to win by. So I'm going to go with Kansas. And then our last spread game, Virginia Tech, who you know didn't look so hot in the first half against North Carolina, but they came back, and they almost came back to beat North Carolina last week in a in a high scoring affair. So they so their favorite thirteen against a Boston College team who you know probably surprised a lot of people beating Pitt and keeping it close to North Carolina. So who do you like to cover this week? I'm gonna say Boston College will go down to Virginia Tech and cover. It's gonna be a close game. I'm gonna say Virginia Tech wins. I'm going to say 35-30. All right. I'm going to agree with you with the pick. I, I, I like Virginia Tech to win. I think their offense is, is pretty solid. They have Kansas' quarterback, Khalil Herbert. I believe that's his name. He's been, he's been having a solid season. So I do like Virginia Tech to win, but I like Boston College to cover. If they look you know, similar to what they did last week against Pitt, they can definitely definitely cover, maybe if not pull off the upset against Virginia Tech. So now we're going to look at our guest picker standings. So far, we've had five guest pickers, and right now Jake Hoard is leading the pack at an overall record of ten and six. He had a he had a solid week. Next, we have Nick Scaramazzino, who finished eight seven and one. Oh wait, sorry, nope, my bad. We've got Jake Hoard ten and six, Ethan Blackie nine and seven. Nick Scaramazzino, 8-7-1. Jeremy Snyder, who went 8-8. Eight and eight. and then it was a little bit of a tough week for Hugo. Um, you know, Some of the ranked teams did lose, and it didn't help that two of his NFL spread picks were ties. So we're gonna, Hugo's in last as of right now with a record of 5-9-2. You hate to see it, but you know, granted, there, there were some upsets during his, his week, but you know, including his Longhorns, they did lose to TCU, so... Sorry, sorry, Hugo. So now moving on to our NFL picks. You know, looking at this game, maybe at the beginning of the season, you would expect one team to have, you know, a 4 0 record, but looking at the other team, you might not have thought that they would be, you know, as good as they are. The Browns being 4 1 versus the Steelers were 4 0. Who do you like to win, Sporty? Uh, I don't know. I. I thought the Steelers, but then I found out uh, Takashi was not playing, Deontay Johnson's not playing. Uh, I, for as much as I like the Steelers and I'm a Steelers fan, I, I'm going to go with the Browns here in the upset. Ooh, geez, look out. See, this is it, it's a tough one because, you know, the Browns, they're, they're playing some good football right now after, you know, getting blown up by the Ravens a couple weeks ago. They're playing pretty well. Steelers, they look good against the Eagles, and then, you know, that, that second half kind of they scared us there for a second. Um, you know, it's at home. Safe picks with the Steelers. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to the Steelers with a with a five and zero record. You know, Claypool coming off a big week against the Eagles. I think the Browns are gonna, you know, make sure that he's he's accounted for. And I, I think Juju should have a a pretty solid week. You know, if the Steelers can get the run game going, they can definitely win this game. Another big game. We got the Packers and the Bucks. I think the spreads maybe one and a half. Who do you like to win, Sporty? I'm going to go with the home team. I think uh, Brady will bounce back and beat the Packers at home. After losing to the – I mean, you know, the Bears are 4-1. and one. They're 
probably, you know, surprise a lot of people. I'm going to go with the Packers. I, I just think that Aaron Rodgers is going to out Duke Brady in this, in this showdown. And, and I like the Packers to win by, win by, you know, 20, 24, that, that kind of range. So now we got the Cardinals and the Cowboys. You know, unfortunately Dak went out with that injury. He, he's going to be done. So, you know, can Andy Dalton lead the Cowboys or heck, you know, if Andy Dalton somehow goes down, can, can Ben DiNucci get in there and, and hang with the Cardinals, or is is, is this going to be you know kind of a, a cakewalk for the Cardinals? I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for the Cardinals. I, I think uh, Dallas's run game would, would I think it's going to do pretty decent. I think uh, Dallas's receiving core. I, I think uh, it has way too many weapons with Lamb and Cooper and the tight end Stoltz or Schultz or his name is. I think they have too many weapons, but I, I think I think uh, Dallas is going to. Squeak one out, twenty three twenty at home on Monday Night Football at eight o'clock. Ooh, I like the pick. See, it's, it's a tough one because you know Dak he he's a big part of that offense. If Andy Dalton obviously can you know step up and at least you know complete complete some big time passes. I mean, I don't think they have to rely too much on Dalton. You know, I think they can obviously, like you said, depend on a little bit more on their run game. But if Dalton can make some big time throws, you know I, I agree with the pick. I, I do like the uh, the boys to beat the the Cardinals. So we'll just see on Monday night. So now we got our three NFL spread picks. Both, let's see, actually two of them. We have spreads of nine and a half, and then the other game is at seven and a half. So we'll start with the the Dolphins favored. You know nine and a half against the Jets. The Jets just you know losing Bell. Um, do you like the Dolphins to cover? You know what? I I pitched Patrick in all my legs. I'm starting him in all my legs. So I'm gonna go with the Dolphins in a route. I'm I'm gonna agree with you with the Dolphins with the route. You know, after they just you know put up a huge huge numbers against the 49ers, uh, I like them to continue and and blow out the Jets big time. This game isn't gonna be close. Next game we got the Colts and the Bengals. Colts favored minus seven and a half. Do you like Joe Burrow to, to maybe, you know, shake things up or are the Colts going to win, you know, by two possessions? Uh, both teams they, both teams got beaten up last week. Uh, Colts, they got got beat up by the Browns and Bengals, they got destroyed by uh, the Ravens defense. Um, I think uh, Cincinnati will bounce back. I think they'll cover, but I don't think they'll win. I think they'll lose maybe – uh, twenty-eight, twenty-one, somewhere around that range. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you with the uh, with the Bengals pick. You know, looking at that game, if you didn't watch the Ravens game, you know you probably thought the Ravens dominate dominated the Bengals, which they did. But the Bengals had their chances. You know, they they what we were watching the game. They they dropped what two at least two picks that were right in their hands, and I think the Ravens went on to you know eventually score. So I mean, you know, the Bengals aren't. I mean, they're bad, but. I think they can definitely cover that spread. I think they only lose by a touchdown or less. Next, we got the Ravens and the Eagles. Ravens are favored nine and a half. Eagles coming off a close game with the with the Steelers. Who do you like to cover? Uh, since there's going to be fans at the Eagles Stadium for the first time, I think the Eagles will have a backdoor cover. Backdoor cover. I like. Uh, I mean, if they if they can play like they did last week against the Steelers, I do like the the Eagles to cover. I think it's going to be tough because obviously, you know, stopping stopping Lamar Jackson, they can put up a lot of points. But 
I do think. Oh, see, this is a tough one. You know, what? I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I'm gonna go with the Ravens to to win exactly by ten. I, I like them to win 27-17. If it was ten and a half, definitely I would definitely take the Eagles. But I'm gonna go with the Ravens this 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 week. So in the NFL, we saw Le'Veon Bell sign with the Chiefs. Are the Chiefs definitely the team to beat in all of the NFL? Are they the best team, or is there somebody else in your opinion that is just as good, if not better, than the Chiefs? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sold on on the Chiefs. Uh, they got surprisingly got correct last week by Oakland. I was surprised about that. Uh, or right, well, now now they're lost, Las Vegas. Just to correct. <laughs> Yeah, Las Vegas. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm not sold on the Chiefs. I would say, uh, if anything, I would say my top three teams right now in the NFL are number one would be. Uh, let me think here. I'm gonna say Green Bay number one, two. I'm going to say this is going to be a shocker, but I'm going to say do. I'm going to put as the Titans. Oh, the Titans, all right. And three, I'm going to say uh, the uh, – I know they're not great, but they they manage to get things done is the uh, Saints. Oh, the Saints. Okay, so even at, you know, at a poor record, you do like the Saints sitting there at three? Yes. I think, you know, on paper, offensively, the Chiefs are, you know, the best in the NFL. Um, it was concerning that they did put up a lot of points, give up a lot of points against the Raiders. So, you know, I don't think there's a, a clear-cut team that's that's dominant. I do, I do think they're a top three team, probably even a top two team. You know, you throw the I'm going to throw the Packers, the Ravens, and the Chiefs, and then you know you could throw the Seahawks or the. Um, who was your? I'm drawing a blank. Who was your second team? Titans. Oh yeah, Titans. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can throw the Titans up there. You got the the Steelers who are undefeated. So I mean, I don't think the Steelers obviously are a top three team, but you know, they are undefeated. So you can throw them up into contention with a with the top five teams in the NFL. But we'll we'll have to see here. I think the Chiefs can definitely get it done on the off, offensive side of the ball. But you know, it's just a question of what they do defensively. So going back to Dak's injury. You know, with an already crazy NFC East, you know, nobody really stands out in that division. Who's going to win it this year? Uh, I don't know. Like I said, it is crazy. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll stick with. Uh, I'm going to stick with Dallas. I, I think they're better. They have more playmakers than Philly uh, Giants. They're they're pretty bad. <laughs> Washington's probably probably the worst team in the NFL this year. Yeah, hey, hey, we got a big we got a big uh, big matchup this week with the we the, the Giants the between the between the Washington football team and the Giants. I do like the Washington football team to win in New York this weekend. Yeah, I saw a stat. It was like you know the Jets and and Giants are winless this season, and I mean. Both teams are just so bad. I mean, we almost saw you know the Giants almost did beat the beat the the Cowboys last week, but oh wait, they didn't play. No, who they play last week? They played the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, they played the Cowboys. Yes, it was high scoring game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were up at one point, so 
I, I'm going to go with the – see, the safe bet, like like you said, it, it's the Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I, I think that, you know, they've played – they've lost a lot of close games. I think they can – if they can figure out how to get Ertz more available, you know, as a target in the red zone, I think they can be – they can be pretty deadly. You know, I have him on my fantasy team. He hasn't been a huge factor this year, so I think that if they can get him – involved more on the offensive side i think they can they can write the ship and i mean i don't think the winner of that division is going to have you know a winning record i think they're definitely going to be 500 or sub 500 team but definitely the nfc east they're only getting one team in, in the in the playoffs this year so switching gears to nba saw the lakers beat the heat in six games some other news, we saw Tyron Lue is now going to be the next Clippers head coach. And I saw something where the Heat might try to pursue Giannis. So my question to you, Sporty, is who who might be the biggest threat or who or what teams might you know be the biggest threat or threats to the Lakers repeating next season? Uh, you know what, I, I, think, uh, I think Miami's going to come out and Win the East, and I think they're going to get back to the championship next in twenty twenty one. Oh, geez, are you making a bold prediction? Is there anybody on the uh, the Western Conference that you think is going to give the Lakers a run for their money? Uh, I think with uh, Clippers and hiring Lou, uh, I think they'll be all right. Uh, I think they can contend with the Lakers, but I just I, I think the Lakers are just they're just a, three steps better than the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, I do like the uh, the uh, Sixers hire. Oh, yeah, yep. You got uh, Doc Rivers, right? Yep, yep. I, I think I think he's going to turn that program around. I think they will make the playoffs, and I think that they will win a series or two in the playoffs in 2021. From a Western standpoint, I'm going to go with, you know, Clippers, they, they did beat the Lakers in the regular season. I forget what the series was, but they did have more wins before the whole, you know, bubble situation than the Lakers. So, as far as, you know, matchup-wise, they, they did beat the Lakers. So, I think it's I think it's going to be, you know, tough for the Clippers to, to beat the Lakers. But, you know, you got the Nuggets. If they can get, you know, one more piece, maybe another big, you can play that four spot, they should be all right. You got the, the the Warriors who you know they're gonna have a top pick, and they got they got Clay, they got Steph, so you know maybe they're getting dominated in the post, but they can definitely you know turn the game on, into a into a quick 12-0 run based on their three-point shooting. So you know you got the Warriors, Clippers, Nuggets. I'm not saying you know any of those teams are definitely gonna beat the Lakers in a seven-game series, but those are definitely some threats from the Eastern side. See. You got you got the Celtics, obviously. Whatever happens up with you know Giannis if he stays with Milwaukee, I mean that was just a shocker with them losing. I do like. I'm gonna agree with you. I do like the 76ers. You know, pick with the with uh, Rivers. I think he's gonna add some pieces to make the 76ers definitely a contender. I, I don't think, you know, the Nets can, can be a threat so much to the Lakers, but they could make a little bit of noise on the eastern side, having Durant and Kyrie. But overall, if I had to pick one team to, you know, I'll, I'll take a team from the west and a team from the east. I'm going to agree with you with the Heat. You know, they're, they're playing 
they played some really good basketball. And, you know, uh, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, they were both big off the bench, and, and their three-pointers kept them in the game. From the from the Western side, hmm. I got to go with – I got to go with the Nuggets because they're just they're, – they're a pretty solid team. You know, Murray, Jokic, and, and Porter Jr., they all showed up. And like I said, if they can add one more piece, I think they can definitely, definitely beat the Lakers in a seven-game series. So switching gears to the MLB, we have the Rays and Astros currently in a 3-3 series, and the Braves and Dodgers in a 3-2 series favoring the Braves. Sporty, do the do the Raves blow do the Rays blow a 3-0 lead, or can can Morton lead them to victory in Game Seven? I think the uh, Astros, like I said before, uh, I think the Astros will win Game Seven, and I think the Braves will win win game six, and I, and I am going to predict a Braves World Series this year as the champion, as the champions. Okay. So on paper, you know, you're looking at the each, each team from an offensive standpoint, and on paper, you know, just looking at name-wise, the Dodgers and Astros are definitely ta- more talented from the hitting standpoint compared to the Rays and the Braves. Um, but I'm going to go with, I, I like the Rays. I mean, even though the Astros are hot, they've won three in a row. I think it's just going to be tough to beat the Rays for a fourth time. I know it's one game, anything can happen, but I, I do like the Rays. I like Morton to get the job done. And I'm going to agree with you I, with the Braves. You know, I, I was riding the Dodgers the whole season, but they've had some, some ugly games. And I just don't see the Braves losing two games. So I'm going to go with Rays and Braves. And I'm going to go with the Rays to win it all this year after beating the Yankees, who was my original pick. I just I like the Rays to, to get the job done. So any any uh, anything specific you're looking forward to this weekend, Sporty? Yeah, I just uh, Alabama Georgia should be a good game. Uh, night game. Uh, like I said, there's some pretty good 12 o'clock games. I think uh, hopefully Pitt and Miami will be a good, decent game. You got uh, Tennessee, Kentucky. Uh, so yeah, I think I think it'd be a good day at college football. And then tomorrow you got the uh, Brownies and the Steelers. It could be one of the better better games. Uh, hopefully, the 49ers will bounce back at home against the Rams tomorrow night. So, uh, as, as of that, I don't I don't have, have anything else to say. Yeah, I'm going to go with you know Pitt Miami being you know my my big game of the day, obviously. And then I'm going to look obviously look forward to the Alabama Georgia game, and then tomorrow. Big games, you know, Browns and Steelers. I'm gonna be interested to see what, what the Packers and Bucks can do, and then and then Chiefs Bills. I think that's gonna be an interesting matchup because you know the Bills defense is pretty solid. Can they shut down the Chiefs? I think the Bills won that game. You, oh, you like a little upset? I like the Bills at home. You like the Bills at home? Yep. That's a little uh, shout out to, to Troy Livermore there with the with, with the Bills pick. Twenty four twenty Bills. Oh jeez. See, I'm gonna. See, that's another game where, like, it, it's the Bills' offense. That's the big matchup. The Bills can the Bills' offense get the job done against the, the Chiefs' defense? So I think that's going to be a key point of the game, and we'll have to see. So next week, Sport and I will be back at it, and we'll we'll send it next week, and you know, give you some insight as to what is going on, and and some some previewings of uh, of the next week in, in football. So for Sport and I. Have a safe week, and and we'll see you next week.